Hello and welcome back to the Get Up and Do podcast season two. I am your host, Melissa Gardner, also known as Get Fit with Melissa on Instagram and TikTok. Just I'll throw that in there. Here with me, my co-host. Ryan Gardner, healthyryan.g. TikTok's been popping off for you lately. It man. really has. That's a good rhyme. Yeah. It's been fun. I'm glad I'm on there. I'm like this close to deleting Instagrams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know i i don't think you should do that i, I think there's a I lot won't. of people that don't think you should do that i know i got like a trillion messages people were very upset with me but don't worry guys i'm not deleting my instagram i just say it because i'm whining i hope you guys are having a great day today i hope you're excited for season two of the get up and do podcast we're kind of switching gears on our normal i feel like season one was all about you know getting you guys in the mindset of winning succeeding keep going motivating and season two is going to be a lot more, I want to say, like, scientific-based. Yeah, a lot more um, science, a lot more nutrition, a lot more We're going to try to really stick like to the that. facts. Yeah. So um, anything we talk about, it'll be about things we've learned through our certified personal training, our nutrition specialist training, things like that that we have just come across, any peer-reviewed articles that we've done or read about, done. We've not done any yet. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done any. <laughs> but that we've read. So um, you guys might hear some background noise. Apologies for that. The dogs are coming in and out of the house. But besides that, let's just dive right on let's in. Let's go. Okay, so today's topic, we're talking about diets. Um, For disclaimer, I when I talk about someone and what they're eating, I call that a diet. So if I ever ask my clients, like, what is your diet like? I'm not meaning, like, what diet are you on? Like, intermittent fasting, keto, paleo, Whole30. That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking, like... What is your diet like? What are you eating in the mornings? What are you eating in the afternoons? Things like that. So I use that term for that, but I do understand like there's fast diets, fad diets, quick diets that are keto, intermittent fasting, all those things. But again, if I refer to a diet, for me personally, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the diet means your overall how you eat. So there are diet plans like keto, like low carb uh, Mediterranean diet you know there's diets that you can follow um, but overall you're always really you're always on a diet because you're always eating food you know and and behaving a certain way so exactly di- your diet is just how you behave with food what you eat and when you eat it and stuff yes and I'm I I'm not opposed to like certain diets certain things when they're medically necessary so for example if you have to be like gluten-free because you have celiac disease or um you have to be low carb because you're very insulin resistant or things high like that yeah high know, cholesterol like that. that makes sense to me like if like a doctor has sat down and said hey like this is your prescription or a registered dietitian or whoever because of some type of diagnosis that this is not what i'm referring to in this podcast this is not what we're talking about we're not digging into any of that. So just, just some disclaimers because I know some people feel very passionately about certain diets and that's okay. You can feel very passionately about certain diets, but we feel very passionately about opposing certain diets, right? So first and foremost, diets. And if you've ever done one, raise your hand. I hope you all just raise your hand in your car or in your house. Um, they typically lead to a very restrictive mindset. Um, calorie and macro counting can too. But for the most part, when people are doing certain diets, such as, let's bring up intermittent fasting. 
with intermittent fasting, you are closing your window early of eating. So you stop eating at eight and then you're opening it back up around 12. So you're going, what, 16 hours without food. So when you're doing that, you're creating what is just called a caloric deficit. When you're creating caloric deficit, you lose weight. So was it the intermittent fasting that caused you to lose weight? No, it was the deficit you created by closing and opening those windows up early, correct? Yep, weight loss is, the foundation of weight loss is calories in versus calories out. I can get scientific, we can get scientific, but I feel like some of you will turn us off if we do. It's just thermogenesis is what it's called. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just calories are energy. So if you're expending, um, you know, if you don't have left, let's put it that way, if you don't have leftover energy um, within your body that it can't use, it stores as fat a lot of the time. So... Um, when you're burning however many calories more than you intake, that means, you know, you don't have all this leftover stuff that your body can't do anything with. Yeah. Creating that energy imbalance. Yep. Perfect. That's it. Yes. So when people are doing these diets though, such as intermittent fasting, um, basically when you do intermittent fasting, you're giving your body is what they say is you're giving your body enough time to catch up, um, to all the food you just ate. Um, and then you're closing it faster. So you're supposed to not be eating as much. Some people have done intermittent fasting and don't see like weight loss. And so they stop. Well, it's because if you're still not in a caloric deficit, it's not going to work. So that was my other point is like these diets are so trendy because you see all these people do them, but if you're not following them correctly, you're not doing it for a caloric deficit purpose. They aren't going to be sustainable or going to work. Yeah. The most diet plans there, they won't work if you're not. Uh, if you don't follow them correctly and if you don't stick to the foundation of weight loss and the foundation of, um, you know, caloric deficit and just, um, yeah, losing, like losing weight. That's the foundation of, that's the whole where it starts. Yeah. If your goal is fat loss and your goal is weight loss, it's just about that caloric deficit, right? And that means you can still eat your favorite things and not have to be on the super restrictive diet. Um, I think a lot of people think that means they can't have their favorite foods because they're so high in calories. And that's not true at all. Will you have to work around your calories with that certain food? Yeah, probably, If especially if it's a high in calories. Um, would I recommend doing that every day? Absolutely not because your satiety, which is one of your hunger hormones, um, it's what cues in leptin, which cues in if you're full or not, is not going to be fulfilled. If you're not fulfilled, what are you going to do? You're going to keep eating. So certain foods, certain ingredients cause this like trigger of eating continuously. Um, so for my in my experience, when people do – keto or when people do paleo you tend to spiral out of control because it feels so restrictive so when people are doing keto i had a girl just messaging me the other day saying how keto really helped her and i was happy i'm glad it did um i had a doctor recommend keto to my mom and i was not for it but i said okay well he's more of a medical professional than i am So we kind of trusted the process, but the problem that happened and the problem I always see is people do these extreme diets, they lose weight. And when I say extreme, it's because you're cutting out things that you typically wouldn't. You're cutting, I wouldn't even recommend ever doing a 1200 calorie diet. Like that is extreme to me. You're going beyond what you need to do in order to get results fast and quick. Seems a little bit extreme, right? That's my opinion. It's a subjective opinion, but that is my opinion. Um... So anyway, as I was saying, people do keto, intermittent fasting, paleo, all these things for the weight loss of it. 
right? They're not doing it because of like medical conditions for the most part. They're doing it because someone on TikTok said, I lost 50 pounds only eating freaking chicken every day, or I lost 50 pounds drinking this tea, or I lost 50 pounds following keto. And it's like, okay, great. I'm so happy you lost those 50 pounds, but now what? Are you going to sustain that the rest of your life? Are you not going to ever eat carbs again? You're never going to eat a piece of toast again. You're never going to have a bun again. That's, that's what you're telling me, right? Like in order to really do something and make a lifestyle change and a weight loss change that's going to stick, you have got to implement tools that you feel like you can do lifelong, right? So for me, calorie counting, macro counting sometimes feels tedious. There's days where I'm like, I really don't want to continue. But then I know that once I hit my goal, I can reverse out. I can have that like intuition of knowing how much food is and I can look at rice and say, okay, that's about a cup. That's a half cup. You start to become very familiar with the food and their calories, right? Yeah. And then from there, you don't rely so much on the tools of calorie tracking and everything. And you start to really rely on just you eating healthy, following your hunger cues and you can even do like portion sizing and exercising. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's so many things you can do within your life to change your life into a healthier lifestyle without going all in onto one of these diets that were created by somebody else. Um, you know, it's not it's not one size fits all. It's going to be different for everybody. So what you want to do is look at your life and say, hey, you know, like I kind of do want to have a soda once a week still, you know, um, that's not something that's something I really enjoy. Um, and that's something that I, I would like not to give up. And that's great. Um, and then what's really cool, I think, about just this lifestyle change and just moderating things that, you know, you maybe shouldn't eat all the time is that you start to recognize I don't need that. Is what you start to recognize. You start to recognize that, yes, you can have it in your life, but you don't need it every day to get through whatever it is that you're trying to get through. Exactly. Yes. Weight loss, the journey, isn't a forever journey. It's not, You're not riding that bus all the way to freaking death. You're going to hit that journey and you're, you should hit a plateau and then you should work on other things. And those other things might make you uncomfortable. For me, like thinking about losing weight and then bulking to create muscle, that's uncomfy for me, right? But that's like the whole point of this whole fitness and health thing is you are allowed to pivot and work on different things and watch your body transform through all those different things. That's like the coolest part of it all. Because honestly, weight loss is great until you no longer have boobs, till you no longer have an ass, <laughs> till you like can't lift a damn... No, I mean, that's kidding. not a problem for me. <laughs> Um, that's well I've for me it both is of those. i'm just kidding <laughs> i lose i lose both of those things they are the first thing to go and i hate it but then i look at myself and i'm really happy because i can see the hard work i put in to create this new me and then from there i'm like well you can only like just like sit and like look small for so long i like to put on muscle i like to push myself with my weights i like to push myself with my my squats so i start to like yeah. really hit those weights i start to really hit that protein make sure i'm having those carbs to fuel my workouts and to feel satisfied yeah so and that that bring you bring up an excellent point there and and what i thought initially when you said that um tying it back into the diets you got to think what's important to you like in your diet what's important to you so with these diets when you're thinking about what you want to do what you want your diet to be like overall 
you think, what foods do I just love? Like, what foods can I just not give up? It's non-negotiable. You know what I mean? Like, what's important to me? Or what can I live without versus not live without? Like, okay, yeah, I, I enjoy a, a piece of cake here now and then, but I don't need it. You know what I mean? It's not that important to me. I can get rid of that. You know what I mean? Um, so it's, you just realize, like, kind of with your overall fitness, like, okay, what's important to me? I can't lose my leg strength. Like, so I have to lift heavy on legs most of the time. Like, that's important to me. I can't lose that. You know what I mean? So you really just start to shift your mindset um, to think about what it is in your diet that's important to you um, and what you can live without. Yeah, I love that and what you can't live without. And I love that you bring that up because I think with a lot of these diets, you're sacrificing a lot. And I, and in general, when you're going for goals, you might have to sacrifice some, yeah. but you shouldn't have to sacrifice everything to yeah. like, in order to like look a certain way. Yeah. So like, if you have to sacrifice all your favorite things, things that make you feel good, things that you enjoy, I think in a way it, that's already a red flag, such as like, like I've talked about, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring up a different diet. Like I think paleo, you have to whole 30, whole 30, you have to sacrifice a lot. Um, I was reading on whole 30 and like, I guess the whole, have you heard of whole 30? Whole 30 is all about, it's supposed to help with like your gut health. So you like, it's like an elimination diet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know people who do like whole 30, like years, like, and yeah. I'm like, oh, great. Um, I actually just talked to someone who did whole 30 for two years and now like, her stomach is so sensitive to certain foods. She like can't have anything. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes with doing any certain of really restrictive diet is like you create this conditioning in your body, mm-hmm. um, that your body's like, Nope, don't want that. Nope. Can't have that. And then Rejects. I feel like, yeah. I feel like you're kind of miserable, right? You, you can't enjoy certain things. And I don't know about you, but if I can't enjoy my chips and salsa, I get very sad. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to live without these. These, these are like, when I think or popcorn, like I want to sit on the couch and watch a movie with you and eat some popcorn. Yeah, and it's important to you. It's not that you're gonna do it every day, and that's the key. Yes. Yeah. Every day like Ryan said, every day is what matters. It's not the one time, two times, even three times a night that I'm eating the popcorn or having like a little bowl of chips and salsa. You're measuring it out, you're taking it out, you're doing the serving size, and then you're putting it away, and you're still enjoying it. Yeah, that's really important too, is saying, Okay, I've had this, I'm done. I'm good now. You know what I mean? I've had my chips and salsa. I, I'm i not going to go to a second serving. I'm and if good. I am, if I'm still hungry, so like let's say I have chips and salsa and I'm like still starving, what I would typically do is go get something that actually fills me. Because that shake. tells me, have, yeah, uh, a protein yeah. bar or something because that tells me my satiety isn't full. Mm-hmm. And honestly, sometimes I feel like I just need to drink more water. Yeah. Not to fill my hunger, but sometimes... I feel like I'm hungry, but really all I need is to drink more water. Yeah. Um, I don't That's know. That's the case for a lot of people, yeah, I think, hydration. For sure. I think so many people lack hydration that um, I, if people were to start, they would really start to feel a lot better with it. Um, so it was funny. When I first started 75 Hard, when we first started that, I remember drinking a gallon of water and not feeling nearly as hungry as yeah. I used to. It really surpassed my appetite, and I was like, oh, like, this is interesting. I'm not not really hungry and i think it was because i was drinking so much water water is life it literally. really is like you can go like multiple days without food at all any food but you can't go 
days without water. No. Water is what your body lives on water. Basically, so, well, your water is like 80% of you, Yeah, isn't it? you are water. Yeah, <laughs> so, so please you, drink it. Yeah, you want your water. It's going to help your energy. It's going to help your hunger cues. Um, and it's going to help your mindset. You know, you're going to be more awake. You're going to be more um, aware of what you're doing every day. I found myself for a long time, I was thinking only about what I was going to eat during the day. Oh, same. You know, in two hours, I'm going to have this and this. And then what am I going to do later tonight when I get home? And it's like, stop. Just don't worry about it. Put your mind on something else. And tying that to back, we go off on a tangent, tying that back to diets is I feel like that's what diets do to you. Like intermittent fasting, I can only eat from 12 to 8. What am I going to eat in this window? And you almost like start to like panic. Obsessive. Keto. Well, I can only eat these things. What am I going to eat? I don't know what to eat. And that's why a lot of people crash and burn and do yo-yo dieting because they did it for a day and then they stopped and now they're like, oh God, to do that again, it's too much. 100%. Paleo, same thing. Mediterranean diet, same thing. Carnivore diet. Carnivore diet, same thing. Don't get Ryan started on the carnivore diet. I might try it. <laughs> no. Just to experiment. <laughs> I just wanted to see what it's like. It's all. I told Ryan, I'm like, you are out of your freaking mind. I don't know what you would even do. Just an, as no, an experiment. Anyway. So these diets make you kind of like freak out and get obsessed about food. And back to calorie counting and macro counting because I know someone's going to like come at me with it. Yes. Calorie and macro counting. You can do the same thing and obsess about food. You can. But with that being said, if you feel like you're not in the right mindset, like you're like already obsessing about food, you need to just take a break from any type of like eating restrictively or anything like deficit surplus anything you need to take a break that can be another episode i don't want to get too much into it yeah but if that is you if you're listening to this and you're like oh i obsess over food i obsess over these certain things i obsess over numbers okay first of all apply for coaching second of all take a break because that is not a healthy thing that we need to be doing i feel like a lot of people think that is like health and fitness culture and it's not like i me personally when I first started and I did the 1200 calorie diet, I did obsess over food. I did obsess over the numbers. But after learning how bad that was for me, I don't obsess. I don't. I really don't. Even if I like eat over my numbers, I'm like, well, it is what it is. And then I move on and try harder the next day. Yes. So it is possible, I firmly believe, to get to that place of, okay, I messed up. That's okay. Move on. And that's what I try to teach my clients every single day. And I know it's what you try and teach your clients too. Yeah, absolutely. And there's just, you know, if you don't know where to start, if you don't think you have the discipline or you think you're a little bit obsessive over calorie counting, start by reading your food labels. Start by understanding what you're eating. That's number one. That's the whole thing. It's just saying, what am I eating every day? Um, What's going into my body? Being conscious of just what exactly it is that you're eating because there's some things that you'll look at and say oh my a serving's only three of these i've been eating 12 that's a thousand calories you know what i mean cheese when i realized the serving of cheese i wanted to kill myself so this isn't only an ounce i'm eating hundreds of calories of cheese and so it's like just understanding that will be helpful to start and then you can start moving into more um specific goals and specific uh protocols i totally agree you don't have to overcomplicate it and i think people do i wanted to make an episode or do a video called unfing nutrition because i think so many people overthink it i had a client telling me 
Um, she doesn't know the right type of carbs to eat. And I'm like, all of them. Eat all of them. She's like, well, like, where, what about before the war, before the gym? And I'm like, God, we as society have really, really messed up here because it's not what do you eat before the gym? Like, eat what you feel like you should eat before the gym. I just feel like so many trends and if you go to the gym and you feel sick, don't eat it again. <laughs> yeah, I feel like so many things have just messed up people's cues and ability to like kind of think for themselves, understand what their yeah. body's telling them, understand what- and. I'm hoping with our podcast, we can kind of undo all of that. And that's what season two is going to be all about, is undoing, unfing the fitness and health industry. I love it. (laughs) Well, you guys, we're going to end this here. And if you guys have any questions, please feel free to DM us or email us. Um, We love to answer your guys' questions. Leave us a review. If you find this episode resonated with you, share it on your feed. Tag me. I love seeing it. Send me a DM anything i love seeing that you guys listened and i love seeing that it resonated with you and just so you know if you are doing a certain diet and you listen to this and you're like well now i feel ashamed don't feel ashamed please it's not about they work for some right or wrong yes it's about what feels right and good to you and what you feel like you can sustain if something you're doing doesn't feel sustainable that's when you just need to kind of just adjust and pivot maybe ask for help Mm-hmm. doesn't hurt to ask for help or feedback Absolutely. or anything like that. So just have an open mind and feel free to ask questions to us. Anyway, hope you guys have a great day. We will see you guys next week.